Hey, financial coaches, it's Pete here. I want to talk to you about oversimplifying and why it can be dangerous. Now, I see, you know, uh, people oversimplifying all the time. And, you know, what I'm kind of talking about here sounds a little bit like splitting hairs. But I think a lot of times we oversimplify things and it can cause problems. The reality is we have to oversimplify a lot of stuff because we understand a lot that's going on in the financial world and personal finance and getting those concepts across can be very tough. So a lot of times we are distilling, you know, concepts into something that's more bite-sized, more manageable, more understandable. And what I think, though, is sometimes we will take some of our oversimplifications and kind of convey them as guarantees. Let me give you an example here of oversimplifying on a necessity that makes a lot of sense and oversimplifying uh, in a way that could be dangerous and to set people up for um, for uh, hard luck, hard times, you know, failure in some cases. But, you know, especially when we're talking about, hey, how are we going to pay off debt, right? This is not necessarily super easy. You know, sometimes maybe we have two or three debts. They have different interest rates. You know, hey, we want to use the debt avalanche. You know, we want to pay off the things with the highest interest rate first, whatever it might be. You know, these are kind of uh, difficult concepts. There's kind of a, a number of uh, financial concepts that get applied here. And so what we have to do is just kind of simplify and say, hey, listen, you have three debts. Um, I want to pay them off and the ones that cost us the most first, right? So it's this one, this one, and this one. And what we're going to do is we're going to direct all our free money and pay the minimums on these other ones. And that's fine. It's oversimplifying. And it's you can just probably say, listen, if, if, I, if I'm the client and I don't understand it, I, I'm just going to trust you. What do I have to do? And you're going to say, make all your payments here. And to this particular debt, I want to send, I want you to send in an extra $200. Awesome. We're Kind of oversimplifying it's 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 a way that we're just helping kind of take the mess and take the noise out of things uh takes the noise away that's paralyzing people from taking action right and that's fine too and that's fine that works i do it all the time right and especially when we're talking about how compound interest you know works we often use to say 10 percent because it's an easy number or whatever it might be right we often uh, uh oversimplify how taxes work by saying, listen, uh, you're in uh, 10% marginal tax bracket, blah, 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 you know, but we don't explain how, you know, the tax structure is graduated and, you know, the different um, deductions and um, exclusions work and things like that and above the line and below the line, right? That's, that's kind of what I'm saying is that for a lot of what we're doing, it's very conceptual. Now, if we're hired, right, to execute on this, and that's why we don't, right, we don't uh, manage the investments. We don't file the taxes. We don't do any of this, right? We're not giving them specific tax advice. We're not giving, you know, insurance instructions, right? right? We're not doing any of that because that's where you were the professional in that field can simplify, but they have to go into the details. In a lot of cases, they're, they're required to disclose all of those details. Where I think the oversimplification uh, to me comes in that is potentially harmful to people is when we have oversimplifications that sound like, hey, if you follow this process, it's a guarantee of these results. And generally, I don't believe in guarantees. You know, there are some things that are guaranteed, like life insurance payouts and uh, some minimum rates of return on certain annuities that have guarantees, you know, right? Or, or uh, that uh, all the parts and labor on your washer for the first two years of ownership are, are guaranteed or whatever it might be, right? There are some in the world. But a lot of times we will simplify, simplify things by saying, hey, you do A, B, C, and you will get D. You will do A and B and you'll get C, whatever it might be. And I think those things can be dangerous. And it's not necessarily that you can't say them, but be careful about implying that we will get a result that we expect. 
right? So if you pay this off, if you budget this amount of money here and you put this away in a savings account, you will have uh, this amount of money by the end of the year. Well, you know, yes, that's just kind of the math of it, right? But what I think a lot of times will happen is that there'll be a wrench in it, right? We don't get paid as much in one month. We can't put away as much, you know, um, we have a repair or a cost that gets sucked out of that. And and sometimes now they expected to have $1,000 by the end of the year. And they look at it and now they have $200 at the end of the year. And yet we have set that expectation that, hey, if you follow my instructions, step one, step two, step three, step four, you will get the output that you expect, right? Like, um, kind of like financial coaching business building uh just by coming up with a business plan and sticking to it and setting some benchmarks and making the calls and networking and putting in the hours and things that's no guarantee that you will get clients it's no guarantee that you will hit your revenue numbers i mean if you do those things i'm telling you that we're raising the probabilities of you getting to some of those numbers um to getting to levels of client, to building a business, but there aren't any guarantees to it. Um, you could do all these things and be an outlier. You know, you could have massive success to the upside or uh, be a massive failure to the downside. And I'm not judging you for that. It just might be where you live. But a lot of times we are not, you know, or these rules are not slicing the demographics down to where you live and what's your skill set, right? Some people just have uh, different capabilities and different ceilings, you know, and that's because of the free market, right? Uh, the, the the labor and value that you provide over here will kind of limit you. Um, I, you know, it's a, a lot of times I hear people talking about the mindset and sure there is a money mindset and there's a success mindset and there's a positivity mindset and there's a negativity mindset and all these other things. But um, I've seen a lot of presentations where people say, just change your mindset and the money will come. And I know that there are some people, you know, and I've seen them and worked with them and I know them professionally that uh, have really worked on their mindset and they have great mindsets now and yet the money isn't coming, right? I mean, that's just the, the nature of it. And so, you know, I've seen financial coaches talk about, hey, listen, we're going to change your mindset. And that's great. I'm all for that. But to say, hey, to have a millionaire mindset means you're going to be a millionaire. Uh, you know, that does not mean that the clients will have it. But I think, you know, in a healthy way, what we can say is if we change your mindset so that even if things don't change, you can enjoy your life, right? You can have happiness. You can say, hey, listen, I am not going to measure myself by what I don't have. I'm going to measure myself by what I do have, right? Then those are the things that will change a person's life without necessarily changing the numbers. Um, and not just saying like, if we change the mindset, then you will have the numbers that you want and thus you will uh, justify the happiness. So it's just a different way, I think, of, 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 of thinking about it, but just being careful with, you know, kind of how we say um, or how we um, justify the inputs that we're putting in for the outputs that we're going to get, because those outputs are not guaranteed, right? Right? Like that's why I talk so much in probabilities. I usually use a, a one up, two down kind of a thing, right? Like what's the upside? Well, it's a, it's a two upside. It's a one downside. All right. That's a bet I'd like to take. But if the upside is only one and the downside is maybe eight, well, it seems like there's more probability of downside. That might be a, a better path I would not take, right? So, um, you know, we can go into that a little bit too, but it's kind of how I, I walk people through like, what, what's, what's, um, the best chance of success that we have for this person for their, for their, for their efforts, right? If someone's going into something like, uh, uh, an, an obscure, obsolete, you know, side hustle, I probably wouldn't encourage that. It's possible that they still make that work. If they want to go into waterbed sales or VHS tape sales, you know, it's possible that they might hit on a, a vintage need, you know, and be kind of one of the people that uh, still makes it in a kind of a dying segment. 
But if they want to go into things that are whatever the hot thing is now, selling CBD oil, right? That may just be a, a five upside and a one downside, but a, selling waterbeds might be a, a one upside and a 20 downside, right? And so, um, you know, I just want to say that it's not just having a mindset. It's not just doing things. It's not just following a proven process, right? You can do all of the right things. And, you know, sometimes things will just happen. Things like COVID will happen. Sometimes the hurricane will happen. Sometimes the act of God will happen. Sometimes your health will fail. Sometimes, you know, the laws will change or the regulations will change or whatever it might be. You know, you can do everything right and it still might not work. And that is not a judgment on you. That is not to say you're dumb, stupid, or incapable. You know, that is just the the way of life things are not necessarily fair but if we play the odds right if we do the things that we we know are going to help us or we make the best presumption that they're going to help us we play the odds we try to be as smart as possible uh, we're going to give ourselves the best opportunity for a good outcome and that's really what i want to do but i just want to be careful because i hear people saying things like you do this this and this and good things will happen and that's very much on the the motivational speaker kind of thing and i have no problems with being motivated and optimistic and and, and but if you've been watching my channel and if you've been watching my videos you will know that i am very much a pragmatic realist on things you know um, i am not saying business building is easy i am not saying that working as a sole proprietor or as an independent um, is is easy that is not i am not saying becoming financially successful and getting your finances in order and building yourself up and being a self-made person is easy it is not easy for some people it is but the people I want to talk to are the people that understand that we are going to put in as many inputs as we can to give ourselves the best chance of success. And that means hard work and being diligent and understanding the resources and the landscape and the industry and the trends, right? Combining all that to make the best possible decision we can make and then put muscle and effort and time behind it, blood, sweat, and tears behind it to give ourselves a good chance of, of punching through the wall, right? And, and those things, I think, are the recipe for success. But to simply say, hey, you have a great idea, build an app, become a billionaire, that's how it works, is, is certainly not a guarantee. So be careful of um, the oversimplifications that are dangerous. We obviously use oversimplification a lot for our, our, our roles, but be careful of oversimplifying things that might give people um, uh, unrealistic hope. Because if we, if we set people up for too much um, too much expectation from the results and they don't meet them, you know, and they're disappointed, will that be a pattern that we establish for them? So what I like doing, if at all possible, is have a realistic, realistic expectation and even explaining that, listen, we're not going to define our self-worth based on uh, what, what happens here. We are going to say, hey, some of these things are left to chance, right? But the mentality of trying may be even more important than achieving. So hopefully that helps. I'll see you later.